Philippians, the 15th chapter, and the 51st verse. Hallelujah today. Thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, verse number 51. When you have it, say amen. Amen. That's about three of y'all got it, so I'll keep waiting. Amen. When you have it, say amen. Well, there's two more. Amen. We're going to keep on doing this till we get this right. When you have it, say amen. All right. Praise the Lord. I know you're with me now. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 51. Behold, I will shew you a mystery which shall not all, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass a saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which give us us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thanks be to God which giveth us this victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord." Praise the Lord. Put your Bibles down. Uh, let's raise our hands and let's ask the anointing to rest into this house this morning. Uh, oh, we worship you today. Thank you, Lord, uh, for your goodness. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, for your mercy. Uh, we need you this morning. Uh, speak to us today. Uh, move upon us this morning. Uh, Lord, let me be that vessel, God. Uh, I need your anointing today. Uh, oh, let it flow this morning. Uh, move like only you can. Uh, minister like only you can. Uh, hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Uh, hallelujah, you may be seated this morning. Today I'm going to try my best to challenge us. Are you up for a good challenge this morning? Uh, hallelujah, we, as we read this scripture text, it, we get a little bit excited as we start thinking about uh, going home to be with Jesus. Uh, we find as Jesus uh, went through this this trial, if you will, in a way, as his corruptible flesh took on 
in corruption and his mortality went to immortality. And he, he blazed the way and he made the way for you and I to be able to be called away one day to make it to glory, to, to be with him. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? He overcome and he conquered death, hell, and the grave. But verse 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because he went through it, he gave us the victory. He showed us that it was possible. That we can one day pass away from this life. And, and then one day we get caught up and caught away to be with him in the air. If we've got our, our minds made up and, and we've, we've reached and we've held on to this gospel message. One day we will get caught up away to be with him in the air. The scripture goes on verse 58 says, Therefore, therefore, if you look up that word, in so much or so that or because. Because you did all this stuff, Lord. Because of this, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Therefore, my beloved brother, here's Paul speaking. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. This morning, I want to preach from a very short, simple word. Be. Be. If you look up this word in the dictionary, there are three basic factors that it means. Identify, quality, or the condition of a person or thing. So let's break this apart a moment. Is we use the word be quite regularly, to be or not to be. Y'all heard that before. Be or don't be is a very common thing we say. Sister Moats, be good. I know that's a hard one. Be good, that means to identify as good, have the quality of good, or the condition of a person or thing that is good. Be good. Brother Wells, be happy. That means to identify as happy, have the qualities of happy, or be like the condition or person of a thing that is happy. Sister Benita, be kind. I bet you can't guess what that means. That means to identify as be kind, have the quality of kindness, or the condition or the person of someone that is kind. We also say it in the opposite context is, don't be grumpy, Sister Misty. Amen. That means, Sister Misty, don't have the identity of grumpy. Don't have the quality of grumpy. And don't act like people or things that are grumpy. Amen. 
Or be, don't be selfish or don't be mean or don't be nasty or don't be hateful. We could keep on going down the list. B. The scripture, verse 58 says, My beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. What does that mean? That means I must identify as steadfast. I must have the quality of steadfastness. Or I must be like someone that has the condition of being steadfast. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Why am I steadfast? We'll have to read the therefore. Because the Lord went through all of this stuff and He overcome death, hell, and the grave. And He opened the door and He gave us this victory that we can have one day. And Paul said, therefore, be steadfast. Amen. Steadfast. It means to firmly fixed in place or determined. Be ye steadfast. Be ye firmly fixed in place. Be ye determined. Steadfast. Amen. Brother Most does this regular, so I'm going to do it too. Is anybody in here hard-headed? Amen. Three honest people. Steadfast, determined, fixed. Amen. Be ye steadfast. Colossians 1 and 23 says, If you continue in faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, wherefore I, Paul, am made a minister. Paul was saying, Be steadfast. Fast, be not moved away. As he was writing the letter to the church at Colossia, the Colossians had settled their faith. That means they had put something in their heart and it was settled in their mind that they wasn't looking for a different way. It had settled. Their faith was settled. It was grounded. That means they had got a hope to something. They were grounded in the things of the Lord. They had a firm grip on the Lord. And they understood what God had called them to be. They were grounded and settled. Hallelujah. Ephesians, the fourth chapter and the 14th verse says, That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him all things which is the head, even Christ. Jesus Christ bled and died and he overcome the world for you and I. And he asked us to be steadfast. Oh, you ain't hearing me this morning. Somebody's not hearing me today. He overcome this world for you and I. He created victory for you and I. He made a way to go be with him one day. He did that for me and you, Pastor. He did it for us. Hallelujah. And he's asking us today to be steadfast. Don't be carried away with every wind of the doctrine. Don't be tossed to and fro like uh, little children today. Uh, I'm talking to people that live for God for a long time. 
I'm looking across a congregation that y'all been living for God for a while. Y'all not children anymore. I'm not a child anymore. I shouldn't be going here and knocked over there and confused about what I believe and what I stand for and what I should be doing. I should know I should be steadfast. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. If there was ever a time to get a hold of this thing, today is that day. Hallelujah. So many influences trying to turn you around and shake you up and, and get your attention off somewhere else. We're not children anymore, but we're steadfast saints. We're soldiers in the army. Be ye steadfast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians, the 11th chapter, and the third verse says, But I fear, here's Paul speaking to Corinthians again, But I fear lest by any means as a serpent beguiled even through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. What is he saying? I am scared to death, but I fear. That's what Paul said. But I fear. I am scared. I am scared less by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. I am scared that you're going to think this is so simple that you're going to miss it. You're going to think this is so elementary and you're going to miss it. Hallelujah. Something is wrong with your steadfastness. And I'm worried about you. And I want to make sure you get this into your heart. I'm scared today that you may not have it. But I want to make sure and let you remember back. Eve was beguiled by the serpent. And, she, and the serpent moved the word around just a little bit. And he changed it just a few little words. And she was beguiled because she didn't know what she should have known. If we know this word and we put it into our heart, we should be able to stand steadfast on it. Hallelujah. I have heard a message this week from a minister on the radio. And he said, the devil will tell you anything that you will believe. If you are poor, he will tell you you're too poor to live for God. And if you're rich, he will tell you you're too rich to live for God. He will tell you anything that you will believe. If you're smart, he will say you're too smart to live for God. And if you're like me and not very smart, he will tell you you're not very smart and you're not smart enough. To live for God. He will tell you anything that you will listen to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will say whatever you will believe. If you listen to him. Hallelujah. We must be steadfast. We must be steadfast. 
How do you become steadfast, you may ask? We stay in this word. This is the foundation. This is the roadmap. We must stay in that word. Hallelujah. Second Timothy, Second Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, uh, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, study to show yourself approved unto God. Uh, we walk around, I see people walking around all the time with their head hung low. They're ashamed to live for God. They're ashamed to do what's right. You was knocking on the door this morning in our Sunday school lesson, bending and moving and, and, and appeasing People, be not ashamed. A workman that don't have any need to be ashamed. God has given you and he's given me this undefiled truth. And you know it and I know it. And there is no reason in the world that we should be ashamed of it. There is no reason in the world that we should be ashamed of it. Hallelujah. When we rightly divide it and we put it in our heart and we live it out and we try to do what's right and we try to reach our world and we may get persecution, but I'm still not ashamed. We may, we may be made fun of, but I'm still not ashamed. I may not know who's playing the football game today, but I'm still not ashamed. That don't have anything to do with my salvation and being steadfast. Hallelujah. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. Praise the Lord. When we study God's word and we hide it in their hearts, there is no need for shame. Hallelujah. Actually, the opposite should be in effect. We should be bold. We should be proud. We should be excited. We should be proclaiming the word of God. That's what we should be, not ashamed. Hallelujah. Is anyone glad that you know truth? Hallelujah. I'm glad that the Lord found me and showed me a better way and opened the door for me. Oh, he didn't have to, but he did. He didn't have to, but he did. I wasn't worthy, but he's just that good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's still alive and he's still well. I said it Wednesday night. The song goes, Jesus is alive and well. Jesus is alive and well. Tell everyone you see. Tell them for me if you don't do it for anybody else. Jesus is alive and he's well. That don't sound like shame, Parker. That sounds like somebody that's got a hope to something, that's put something in their heart, that's living it out every day, that is not ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah. He's alive and he's well. Amen. John 16, said, These things I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. 
In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Be steadfast. Why should I be steadfast? Well, Jesus overcome the world. He showed us the way. He wrote the roadmap. He gave us that power. Hallelujah. If he's living in you and the, and the Holy Ghost is working in you and in me like it should be, I shouldn't be afraid of the things of this world. Hallelujah. I don't think y'all believe that. Hallelujah today. If we've got what we need inside of us, there should be no fear. We can overcome this world. He done it. That don't mean I'm going to be perfect, but that means I can get back and repent and I get to start over. Thank God for grace. Thank God for mercy. Thank God for loving kindness. Hallelujah. Be ye steadfast. Hallelujah. Unmovable. What does unmovable mean? Not be removed from its place. Unmovable is like steadfast, but unmovable means incapable of being sidetracked. Incapable. That means I can't be. Unmovable. That means no matter what the weapons of warfare that are thrown my way, I cannot be sidetracked. I put the spiritual blinders on and I focus my attention on a goal. And I don't care what's in the way. And I don't care what comes this away or that away or this away. I'm immovable. I know where I'm going. I made my decision. Hallelujah. Unmovable. There's some things in our walk with the Lord that are non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. We're not even going to debate about it. It's not, it's not up for negotiation. The negotiables should be things we hold dear. The Lord shows you and I to have the opportunity to understand the truth and these truths are not for sale. Unmovable. Hallelujah. Not for sale. If you don't have some things in your life that you don't negotiate on, you need to get some things from this word and put it deep in your heart and say, God, I'm not backing up on it. I'm not watering it down. I'm not debating it. It's in here and it's never coming out. I don't care what anybody does. That's where it's at and that's where it'll stay. It's not up for debate. Hallelujah. Unmovable. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter in the 16th verse. Put that up there, Brother Jace. First Thessalonians 5, 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Y'all going to know this one. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace 
sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. When your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body are preserved blameless, that sounds a lot like unmovable to me. When my whole spirit and my whole soul and my whole body is preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, that sounds a lot like unmovable to me. You say, well, how do I get to that place? Well, let's start with verse 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you quench not the, don't quench the spirit don't despise prophecy prove all things hold fast that which is good abstain from the appearance of evil that's how you do it you want to be unmovable get rid of some things that are evil I don't want anyone to be look. I don't want anyone to even see me close to that. But while I'm walking by and they're doing that, I'm just gonna be rejoicing evermore. I'm gonna say, God, I'm praying. God, pray with that. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord. I'm not getting involved in that mess, but help them, Jesus. I'm not gonna quench the spirit, and I don't matter where I'm at and what I'm facing. I'm gonna say thank you, Lord. I'm gonna give thanks in everything. I'm going to hold fast that which is good. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I'm thankful for peace. I'm thankful for a God that's a God of peace. Sanctify you wholly. Lord, I want my whole spirit. I want my whole soul. I want my whole body to be preserved blameless. Until the come, I plan on making it to heaven, people. I plan on going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rejoice evermore. When I'm feeling bad, I rejoice. When I'm feeling good, I rejoice. When I'm winning, I rejoice. When I'm losing, I rejoice. No matter what it is, I keep on rejoicing. Rejoice evermore. When I feel like praying, I pray. When I don't feel like praying, I pray. When I don't have time to pray, I figure out how to have time to pray. Pray without ceasing. If I feel like giving thanks, I give thanks. When I don't feel like giving thanks, I give thanks. When I don't have time to give thanks, I make time to give thanks. Hallelujah. Unmovable. Be ye steadfast. Unmovable. Hallelujah. I don't know if you're getting what I'm preaching today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm trying to challenge you today to get a hold of something this morning. I don't know what the devil's going to do, but we've got to get a hold of something in our spirit like never before. Be steadfast. Unmovable. God, I'm holding on. I've got a grip like I've never had before. I'm putting more effort than I've ever put before. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Always abounding. Hallelujah. Scripture says, 58, Therefore, my beloved, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding. Abounding means excel, excess, some left over. Always abounding. I believe that Paul is saying here, if you will determine in your heart and you will make up your mind to be steadfast and unmovable, the Lord will give you opportunities to work for Him. If you will make up in your heart and you will make up in your mind that I will be steadfast and I will be unmovable and I will not be cast to and fro with the winds of the doctrine of this world, the opportunities to work for the Lord will come. They will come. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to meddle with me this morning. Y'all ready? When Pastor Moses asked you, Sister Bev, to clean the bathroom, we should say, thank you, God, that you deem me steadfast and unmovable because you give me some work to do for your kingdom. When Pastor Moses asked you, Sister Misty, to figure some more on this checkbook, you should say, thank you, God, that I've been deemed steadfast and unmovable because now i got some work to do for you, Lord. When Pastor Moses asks you to mow the yard or, or cut the hedges, I should say, thank you, Lord, that I've been deemed steadfast and unmovable because you've given me some work to do for you, Lord. When I'm walking through the grocery store, Sister Benita, and I see that one, and the Lord puts something in my heart to, to go talk to him, I should say, thank you, Lord, that I've been deemed steadfast and unmovable. Now I gotta go do this work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many times I get in my own mind and I get in my own way. God, I don't have time to do that. I'm too busy to do that. I've got all this other stuff to do. There went my steadfastness. Where's my unmovableness? Maybe I'm just preaching to me today. God, I want to do more work for you. I want to do more for you today. I want to reach more. I want to go more. I want to knock more. I want to invite more. I want to witness more. I want to see more people saved. God, I got to be steadfast. God, I must be unmovable. I want the opportunity. I want the opportunity to reach somebody. Hallelujah. Steadfast. Unmovable. Oh, God, I want to reach somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. 
they may not come, but your labor is not in vain. No one may ever know that you cleaned that bathroom, Sister Bev, but your labor is not in vain. No one may ever know that you give that extra offering, but your labor is not in vain. No one may ever know, Sister Twyla, that you cleaned or cleaned that, that flower bed out there, but it's not in vain. Steadfast, unmovable. Hallelujah. I'm closing this morning. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verse 37 says, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harbor, into the harvest. Then he said unto his disciples, The harvest Truly is plenteous. This morning, we can look across our world and we know that the harvest is plenteous. He's looking for someone steadfast and unmovable, a laborer that is dependable, that he can lean on and he can trust in. Someone that is made up in their mind that I will live for you no matter what comes. I will live for you no matter what goes. I don't care who it is or where it is or how it is, God, but I will live for you. I will be steadfast. I will be unmovable. The harvest today is plenteous, but the laborers are few. So this morning... Uh, what will you be today? Will we continue this afternoon like we always have? Or, or will we get a hold to the Lord like we never have? Will we continue like we always have? Or will we reach down deeper than we ever have? What will you be? God chose you and I. God chose me, I want to be what he's calling me to be. Hallelujah. Can we stand this morning? I want to be what the Lord is calling me to be. And today, he's looking for someone that he can depend upon. Someone that he can put his trust in. Someone that will remain rooted and grounded and steadfast and unmovable today. What will you be this morning? What will I be? Hallelujah. Will I step up to the plate? Will I answer the call? Or will I just say, oh, that, that was for somebody else. That was for a different person or a different time. I've got my own problems. I've got my own situations. I don't have time to that. Or will you be what the Lord is calling you to be today?